What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Sorry I'm a little bit late. Had a little bit of a technical weird thing that happened right there where I went live, but it didn't go live. So I don't know what happened. But anyways, there we go. We're here. We're good. We're, we're great. We're grand. How's everybody doing? Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. And then, of course, if you want to become a member, become a member. We're going to do a post-show stream after this. You guys can pick my brain a little bit more. If you want to take part in that, so uh, let's get to it. How's everybody doing out there? And huh? let's straight. We got Mr. Eric right here. Uh, so I did a poll yesterday on what you meant with the Dark Side GIF. Ray Porter on the Vox stream, DCU uh, Dark Side casting, other Dark Side or just uh, the GIF. Jeez. You what? You, I, okay, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot there, Eric. Uh, I'm not sure what. Um, I mean, obviously, if the, the Dark Side GIF was a tease of something that happened today, if you were paying attention. Uh, let's see. Uh, alien sex love sounds. Ah, Dave, the boss has spoken, and the date is saved. I'll take whatever I can get. There you go, boss. Yeah, you heard me how I, I'm like one of those people that when people call Zach boss or even David Ayer boss, I'm like, he's your boss? Really? Okay, cool. All right. I just called him Zach or Dave, you know? What's going on, Miss Nighthawk? Yes, should be a fun stream for sure. Always great to see you. We got Mama Film Junkie here as well. We got Jason McKenzie. What is happening, sir? And Fear Jason. The Jasons are here. We got Jose. Yo, what up? Yes, Con too. Here we come, baby. That's right. What's going on, Rez? Hey, you know, I stir the pot every now and again. You know, it happens. It happens. I don't... I don't try to. They come into my mentions and then I engage. That's the problem. That's the problem. You know, it's like sometimes I just, I just post something and then all of a sudden I look and I see quote tweets and looking at the mentions and I'm going, oh boy. And then, you know, so they're in there and then I'm just kind of going, all right, well, let's, let's have a chat here, huh? Zach was talking about Venn diagrams when he said full circle. Is that what he's talking about? Venn diagrams? Okay, he'll exp well eventually he'll explain the whole full circle thing. It's like a circle, a circle, you know. Remember Chuck and Larry, Rob Schneider, which of course you, you know, you can't do now. You can't, even though Rob Schneider, I think, is part Asian, so he was able to do that. But anyways, you know, it's like a circle, you know. Anyways, I'm gonna get canceled for doing that impression of it. Probably that's what's gonna happen. What's going on, Joshua Hamilton? So I did the unthinkable and watched the Gotham Knights pilot. Not quite the train wreck the trailers made it out to be. Well, that's good. Not great by any means either. <laughs> but oh, uh, but boy, they really went AMC in that final final shot. Interesting. Very interesting when it comes to that. We got Eric Z here. Good to see you, buddy. We got Dominique Mason right here. Welcome back, Zack Snyder. I don't think he actually went anywhere. I think he's always been around, you know, so that's good. And then, yes, do what uh, Miss Nighthawk says right there. Yes, you know, <laughs> something to whine about. Something to whine about. And then we got Sean. Can anyone confirm the start of the tease? Is Celine Dion? It's all coming back to me. If you uh, own vinyl, help us out. If Celine appears in a puff of red smoke, I'm sorry. Oh, interesting. 
What's going on, Mr. Uh, Resident Justice RJ? Good to see you. JD McRae, I'm ready to see Shazam. Yes, so am I. Got the tickets. Me and Miss Nighthawk will be uh, seeing that uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So look forward to my, you know, my review. It'll be up like about 9 o'clock my time. So Stephanie T, there she is. Good to see you. Good to see you. Who else we got here? We got Abel. What up? Are you seeing Scream 6? Probably when it comes out on video. Uh, there's just too much. You know, it's hard for me to see two movies in one week. And I really wanted to see 65. That's why I saw 65. I'm just kind of over the Scream franchise. But I'll still watch it because I know it's like a, a kind of fresh, it's kind of a fresh take thing. Dave Snedekot, will it be? Yes, it will. Never got to go to the first one because I became a fan of Zack Snyder Justice League was announced. And so, hey, there you go. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some of the people who don't like me, they'll say like, you know, well, yeah, you can only you can only trust the OGs. But even if you became a fan of Zack Snyder five minutes ago, you're welcome into the fandom. It's the way it works. It's the way it should always be. Okay, always should be like that. So, all right, we got Joey Henderson. What is happening? Okay, let me get that. Turn that off. Sorry, uh, Mr. Nobody. Happy Hump Day. Please tell me you have some inside knowledge and Snyder news. Of course I do. That's why we're gonna be doing. So it's gonna be the main topic right there. Release of Snyder Con. We got Andre here. Good to see you, buddy. We got Cortez Snyder Con. The special special surprise or just a regular old Snyder Con. There's only been one, <laughs> so I don't know what you're comparing it to. So, I mean, obviously, it's going to be better than the first one for sure. It's going to be a little different because we didn't know if the Snyder Cut was coming out. So, rock solid, nothing DC related. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yes, it will be in Pasadena, of course. It'll be in that area. So, start looking at tickets, folks. Eli, hope all is well. As always, keep on uh, being a legend. Thank you. Wait for it. Wait for it, Dari. <laughs> Can't wait for the exciting stuff in April. Yes. Yes, restore. Restore. That's Cinderverse. Nah, just kidding. I know it happens. Bruce Wayne is here, guys. The people saying it is not somehow related to DC are crazy. There are actually people who think that? Okay. You know, I guess we'll talk about it. Uh, yes, and then that's going to be happening, too, uh, in about 45 minutes. I'll try to be as quickly as possible when it comes to my stream. But, yes, Poindexterland Enosh is going to have the Nerd Queen. So they're going to have more details when it comes to SnyderCon than I have because they're more on the know than I am. So I'm just going to, like, talk about some, some things when it comes to... SnyderCon, and uh, of course, just talk about some of, some of the things that happened today. So, we got Will Morris here. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Okay, and who else we got? Anybody else? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, but you know she's gonna stream too, so that's good. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. We'll definitely talk about that. So. I uh, appreciate you guys uh, spending some time with me. So, yes, so you got a stream right now. And then, like I said, you got Enosh's stream that's going to be happening in about 45 minutes. So, but yeah, make sure you guys subscribe, do all that, share. Also, sharing is caring. So, share the stream. So, let's get to it right off the bat here. Let's get to the tweets, see what happened in the Twitter sphere today. And, uh, you know, we're going to be starting off with uh, because, you know, when it comes to March, there's just. 
Good movies coming out. I'm hoping that I'm just going to like all the movies that come out in March because I did like 65 and uh, I don't know what I watched previous. I'm like drawing a blank on it, but uh, we got some John Wick 4 coming out of South by Southwest right here from Mr. Scott Mance, which, uh, you know, he's a renowned critic saying that uh, John Wick Chapter 4 is a is. A freaking amazing kick-ass action movie, the most epic John Wick yet, with stunts that will rock your world, and the South by Southwest crowd really went wild. These John Wick movies keep getting better and better, but will it be the last? Yeah, they actually talked about, they, they're probably going to be taking a break. Probably going to be taking a break after John Wick 4, which I can't wait. And then speaking of badassery right here when it comes to stunts, look at this Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning poster. You knew that they were going to utilize this. Tom Cruise being a fucking madman and, you know, leaping off of his bike off of a ramp into a canyon with a parachute, base jumping. I mean, my God. But that's just a badass poster. Cannot wait for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Part 1. Tony Santiago drew this up right here. Michael Keaton's Batman. Pretty sweet. Always loved the art. Love the art right here. Andrew Garfield. Whoa. Andrew Garfield right here. Okay, so if you guys watch the Oscars, and I did watch this part right here, uh, apparently Andrew Garfield, among others, was informed moments before air that he'd be singled out as part of Jimmy Kimmel's security team at the Oscars. Garfield was asked if he would do the, the Spider-Man web sling, but he made his own choice, and he just made a goofy face. It was pretty funny. You know, they did mention Spider-Man and all he did was like he just made the goofy face. Good on Andrew Garfield, you know? It's like, "Hey, I'll do the web slinging if you give me Spider-Man 3." Okay? If you give me Amazing Spider-Man 3, Sony, then I'll do the web slinging, but yeah. So, it just shows you how much uh this just shows you how how like when it comes to the Oscars and all those moments, they like inform the crowd just like at the last minute, but so good on him for not doing like that would have been weird. That would have been weird. I think I think I think making this I think making this face was actually a lot better, to be honest. I think it's a lot better for sure, for sure. So, all right, and then continuing on. Oh my God. Oh, oh good. Hold on, hold on. Just uh, just uh, let me. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Just keep on saying all that. My God. Were they trying? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I just, we, we, we've talked about floating heads on posters and it seems like Fast X. Yeah, Fast X. They were trying to break the record on floating heads when it comes to posters. I mean, I think, I think Marvel still has, Marvel Studios definitely still has the record of floating heads on a poster, but my God, it's just like, really, look at this. It's just floating heads everywhere. My God, how many bald guys are there? My God. Uh, Jason Momoa looks like he's wearing his Aquaman gear. <laughs> it's all about family. This looks like an X-Men poster. But the biggest thing about this, guys, is apparently when it comes to Fast X, if you look closely, Jesus, that's right, Jesus Christ himself, Jesus Cristo, is going to be making an appearance. If you look right here, he's going to be making an appearance in Fast X. So somehow they got Jesus. They got Jesus to um, make a cameo in the movie. So uh, good on them. Good on them. So, yeah, somebody you don't see in the poster is this bald guy right here. <laughs> oh, man. 
But here's a good poster. Thank you. Here's a good poster from Ben Affleck's Air movie. And I think this is great. This is a good poster. You got a footprint from the Air Jordan shoe that has everything that you need to know about the movie right here. This is a crafty, awesome poster. Can't wait for this movie. April 5th. Like I said, every week for like the next few weeks just has a like a movie that I want to see. A movie that I want to see. And Air is coming out on April 5th. Looking forward to that one as well. Looking forward to it. Um, all right, so we got uh, Mr. Sean O'Connell. You know, we know uh, Sean O'Connell. He actually asked, he asked Mr. Uh, Asher Angel and Jake Dylan Grazer about the headless Superman cameo in the first Superman movie. So here's what here's the response when it came to um, when it came to them commenting about that. You guys know I don't. I'm not a fan of it. A lot of people aren't a fan of it when it comes to the headless Superman. But this is what they had to say about it. We're mad about that, right? Yeah, people or were not mad. mad, but they were curious, right? Yeah. Very curious. Because no, they were mad. Because we Henry Cavill, that we're, we're in a liminal space. We're in a yeah. middle zone. There's a lot going like, on. Henry Cavill was like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do. I don't know why he's Italian in my uh, impression. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Why? I, I, I don't want to do it. I actually think it's funny that that's the way that it ended. Yeah. I think it makes sense. I like it, dude. It's also I like kind of it. like, it's yeah. like, it's oh. stylistic, and then hmm. it ends Because you really don't know. Is it Henry Cavill? Is it something like, you don't really know who it is, and it kind of sets up the future. Like, what's going to happen in the future? Who's going to be Superman? Yeah. yeah. So. Did the guy who did it look anything like Henry Cavill? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, we know, saw who the guy looked like, Sean. Come on. <laughs> All right. That's good. Stuntman. Yeah. It was his stuntman. Yeah. yeah. I think his name's something like Calvin or something. And I was like, Calvin? Hey, Henry Cavill, Calvin. <laughs> Funny. Italian. Probably something Italian. Hey, Jack Dylan. Relax on the Red Bulls, okay? Don't have like seven Red Bulls before you're getting interviewed for press junkets. I'm just saying. Just saying. But uh, yeah, that's what they had to say about uh, the whole headless Superman thing right there. So yeah, it's, uh, I mean, yeah. And I saw a lot of people going like, what the hell? And then I went like, okay, but you know, yes. I mean, I guess if it's headless Superman, can Shazam still? Let's just face it. Shazam is probably not going to be showing up anytime soon in the next few years. After this one, unless when, unless this is just going to be a huge success, but, you know, yeah, it was Coke, actually. Okay. Is that what happened? You sold him Coke there, uh, Jose? So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, man. But anyways, yeah. So that's what they had to say about that. Nothing, you know. Okay. Fine. Cool. And then we got the last of us right here. Uh, Mr. Rico Jr., who's, uh, who's been, who's makes just really minimal great posters and he made a last of us poster which i thought was pretty cool that looks pretty sweet right there so really digging that hey we got our new lex luther for uh superman Lo- superman and lois um season three i always forget this guy's name but uh yeah he's got a gnarly uh mustache goatee kind of thing going on right there looks pretty badass not gonna lie i gotta catch up on that damaged what david ayer still still I mean, I posted from Monday's show, I posted like the film Junkie Shot when he was talking about the Ayer cut all weekend, and then he mentioned about the damaged tattoo and how that he regrets putting the damaged tattoo on the forehead of Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, but he's still, you know, you got to lean into it. So he posted this, and it's a damaged, and so it's just a new shot of uh, Jared Leto's Joker right there. So not too, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And then, yes, guys, last night... Um, Last or yesterday was this yesterday? Yes, it was. I did post this gift right here, and if you know, 
You guys kind of realize what happened today? It was just kind of like one of those things like, hey, let's get the hype train going. Get the hype train going. And speaking of hype, Quentin Tarantino's 10th and final movie. Ah, Quentin Tarantino, his final movie. It's going to be called The Movie Critic. Details are being kept under wraps, but sources describe the story as being set in the late 1970s Los Angeles. Get the hell out of here! A Quentin Tarantino movie that takes place in the 70s Los Angeles? What? Anyways, with a female lead as the center. It's called The Movie Critic. So I think he's going to go out with a bang. His opus is going to be talking about movie critics. That's going to be interesting because there are videos out there of him kind of talking about movie critics and everything. So looking forward to it. It's Quentin Tarantino. He's one of my all-time favorite directors. I don't think uh, he has a weak movie at all. I think all his movies have been pretty damn fantastic. So that's what his 10th and final movie is going to be. Uh, but is it? But is it? But is it? I don't know. All right, keep on going. If anybody was looking forward to the Nancy Myers Netflix movie, apparently it got shut down because of budget issues. That's right. The movie was budgeted at $130 million plus. Nancy Myers Netflix movie that had like Scarlett Johansson, Penelope Cruz, Michael Fassbender, wow, Owen Wilson. So just alone paying the cast was a good chunk of it. Netflix said, no, we got to stop this. We don't have the money for it. I don't know how many times I have to say that Netflix is, you know, as much as everybody uses it and, you know, watches Netflix, everything, whatever the hell, they have a cash flow problem. They definitely have a cash flow problem, you know, with everything that happened during the pandemic and them just throwing money at content after content after content. They just are having problems. But, yeah. And then we have this right here. This was uh, mentioned. Oh, yeah, this was mentioned yesterday. Uh, when it came to uh, this information from CBR.com, Robert Pattinson reportedly might not be able to appear as Batman in the HBO Max Penguin series, but can appear as Bruce Wayne. This stems from rights issue with Fox and Disney after the merger. So this is pretty interesting because I saw this and I'm like, this is very odd. And then I talked to my buddy about it who knew about it. And apparently there was TV rights when it came to Batman, not not anything else associated with Batman. You could have anybody else, but you couldn't have Batman. And and basically Fox owned the TV rights. And it kind of made sense because they had the 66 TV show. They had the animated series. Then we have Gotham and everything. But then it kind of just didn't make a lot of sense because it's like, well, wait a minute. Didn't Titans use Batman? But then it was like Batman as a silhouette. We didn't quite see Batman. We just saw Bruce Wayne. But then, of course, Later on in the tweets, we have a certain someone that actually debunked this whole thing. Thank God, because I want to see Batman in the Penguin series. I want to see Pattinson in the Batsuit, see if there's any changes or anything like that. But yes, this did get debunked, which we'll see later on when I scroll up. But uh, it was just a very interesting thing. So thank God this has actually been debunked and is not true. Okay, so we got that. And then check this out. Oh, that's pretty cool. Speed on the set of speed right there. And then, hey, we got some uh, we got some awesome uh, flash score right here for Michael Keaton's Batman. Yes, yes. 
Gotta love it. Gotta love that. Sounds awesome. But it sounds good for Michael Keaton's Batman, okay? Other Batmen need different need different scores. But that's pretty sweet. I love I love uh, Muschietti's face right here. Look at that. Yes. Look at that face. That's what the face I would make right there. Whew. So freaking cool. I love it. And then James Gunn, he attended the Shazam premiere yesterday. Yes, Shazam 2 premiered, had the L.A. premiere, and of course it was raining, so it was like a mess. But uh, they took this picture right here. There's uh, Gunn, and then of course his wife, Miss Holland right there, and then some other people that were all dressed up as well. You know, we already know that she's most likely going to be in the movie because she was in Black Adam, so most likely she's in Shazam, but you know, what could he do? Uh, yes, I posted a Patreon self-pod last night, so if you're subscribed to the Patreon, I mean, you probably already listened to it, hopefully, so. This is pretty cool right here, multiversal, uh, triumvir variant right here from Hugh Glenwright, showing some flash art right there, pretty cool. Uh, we got some video, of course, from the L.A. premiere of Shazam, so they had all the costumes and statues and whatnot out there. This is creepy. <laughs> What the hell is happening right now? <laughs> I don't know. But that dog looks pissed. But he's not? I don't know. That's weird. That's just, you know, I follow strange media online, and that's some strange media did you hear that shit what the hell i don't know but i thought that was hilarious i started laughing i'm like how is that even how is that happening right now <laughs> the internet the internet never i know that dog does look possessed the internet never loses never loses oh very strange but there you go hey mr marv wolfman was at the uh, shazam premiere yesterday so that's pretty cool creator of uh deathstroke of course, we have some pictures right here from there. Oh, boy, we got toys. We got McFarlane toys. Watch out. My wallet, my wallet. Miss Nighthawk, you're going to have to hold my wallet if you're still around. If not, my wallet's going to cry. But, uh, yes, the McFarlane toys for the Flash. Of course, we have the Bat Bike. We got Ben Affleck's Batman on the Bat Bike, which I'm going to, yeah, the figure is sold separately, and I'm going to comment on the figure in a little bit here. Because, I mean, well, here we go right here. So we got the, the McFarlane's. But, of course, these are just like the regular McFarlane's, which I'm like, all right, cool. I'll probably uh, purchase at least some of them. Some of them for sure. We got, of course, Barry in the, uh, in the Flash suit right here. Of course, you'll get that card right there. And we got Michael Keaton's Batman. Looks pretty cool. Definitely going to probably go for that, even though his, again, the Batman faces. What is going on with the faces? That's what I want to know. Uh, even... Um, Supergirl's face. What is happening with Supergirl's face? Yeah, the faces are kind of, huh, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed in some of these McFarlane's right here. Then, of course, we have Young Barry right there. So that, and then, of course, we continue on. And spoiler alert, guys, spoiler. You know, just in case, uh, <laughs> just in case, you know, I'm just saying. Spoiler alert. Oop, where am I? Okay, sorry. But, yeah, we got the Dark Flash right here. That looks pretty cool. All right. But then I'm like going on, I'm going, okay, wait a minute here. 
I thought it was. I thought it had a blue. I thought. I thought Ben Affleck's Batman. I thought Batfleck in the Flash had the blue and gray. The trailer showed blue and gray. This one just shows kind of just like you know, uh, black and black and black. So it's kind of not that. And not to mention his face. What the hell? That is not Ben Affleck's face. I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm, you know, kind of going, oh, right. Uh, not really liking this McFarlane figure so much. So much as I want to get it, I don't know if I want to get it. I don't know. Not really looking good, but I mean, I like it with the bike. The bike's pretty cool. The cow looks cool, but I don't know what's going on with the face. Yeah, I'm just like, huh. What is going on? That is not Ben Affleck's face, but hey, what can he do, I guess? So, but then of course you have the Batmobile. You have the Batmobile. And then of course Mr. McFarlane, he actually like he did a whole video talking about the Batmobile. So if I I suggest you guys look at that. Um actually, uh let's see. Do I have that up right now? No, I wish I had that up, but I, I, I we'll look at it because Mr. McFarlane, he showed off the good stuff. He showed off the good toys, which are the vehicles, the Batmobile and the Batwing, which you'll see in a little bit, but and then of course we have some of the other ones too, the more fancier McFarlane figures so anyways all right continue on of course we'll be talking about that we got Phil Cho right here really enjoying his art showing the nightmare Batman right there which is pretty cool and uh yes we got the limited edition right there we'll talk about that we'll talk about that we'll show McFarlane right there because uh I want to show uh I want to show you guys that just in case you didn't see it we got a uh John Wick chapter 4 Dolby Cinema poster right here which is badass nunchucks nunchucks hey man we just love this guy don't we everything key to everything so great i'm telling you if disney is not hopping on the whole having short round come back in the indiana jones franchise i don't know what they're thinking i don't know what they're thinking please disney you know, get a scene in there where Short Round shows up, and then guess what? If Harrison Ford's not going to do any more Indiana Jones, continue on with Short Round. Do it. Do it. Okay? Have a scene that teases Short Round coming back, obviously, and then he takes over and becomes kind of like the new Indiana Jones or whatever the hell. And I'm telling you, you have... Your franchise that would that we don't need we don't need another Indiana Jones actor or anything like that. Just continue with him. Short round. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Ugh. All right, continuing on right here. All right, we got Guillermo del Toro is going to be doing a Frankenstein. He's going to be doing a Frankenstein movie uh, with Oscar Isaac, Andrew Garfield, and, of course, the new Scream King, Queen, I should say, is uh, <laughs> is uh, Maya Goff right there. So, Goth, I should say. So, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. And then uh, Willow got canceled. Speaking of Disney, Willow got canceled because, you know, not a lot of people liked it. Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill working on the new Guy Ritchie film, Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare right there. So currently right now, Henry Cavill, he's not caring about Superman and what's going on with DC. No, he's working on the next Guy Ritchie movie, and there he is right there. So that's pretty sweet. So good on him. 
And then we got a new Wonder Woman statue in Burbank. Um, I've seen the Batman statue that they have in Burbank, but now they have a Wonder Woman statue. I think it's in the same place, which is kind of funny because when we went, Nighthawk and I, when we went, um, I totally forgot that we went to, to go to the Warner Brothers tour. You guys saw that when I, uh, we toured Warner Brothers. And when we, before we were going on the tour, we sh- stopped by this little plaza to get, some, to get some lunch before we did that. And we turned the corner, and there was the Batman statue, the Jim Lee Batman statue. It was like, oh, shit, forgot that that was here. But now there's a Wonder Woman statue. So, yeah, so now got to go see that Wonder Woman statue. I'm sure they're going to put a Superman statue in there somewhere, too, right? They got to. They got to. But, yeah, so they unveiled that today, which is pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. See, we got a, we got a, we got a callus. We got a callus Keaton Batman also right here when it comes to this. But this is a more detailed statue. This is the statue I'd prefer. My God. Yes, I want that. I want that. And then you got a bat wing. You got a bat wing, okay? You got a bat wing. Look at the bat wing. My God. Ah, you're gonna have to hold my wallet. I'm telling you, telling you, because I mean, look at this, look at this guy, look at this thing, man. I'm just like, ah, ah, look at that. Ah, it's so good, so good, so good. And then, of course, they have one for the Flash, and I'm like, ah, that looks pretty sweet, too. Pre order now. But then they got the Callus Batman. We got a Callus Keaton right there, looking, showing that gray hair. Ah, pre order, gold label. This is so great. And then, of course, they had the other ones as well. But and then we got McFarlane also like uh, teasing the, the Batmobile, the, the Keaton Batmobile, which he also did that, too. But, yeah, it's just hard for just to, to not, you know, oh, there he is right here. This is McFarlane. All things flash. He did like a two minute video right. talking about the uh, the toys. Um, you're going to have all the detail on it. Obviously, all the wheels turn and whatever else. And then there's a button on here right in the front. And if you yes. press the button, it actually pops the cockpit open. Right? That's how you get in and out. You can snap it in and open it back up. And why you want to open it up is because if you also buy mm. the Michael Keaton Batman that will be in that movie, then not only do you get... A cool Michael Keaton figure, um, but he actually fits proportionally, and you can slide him into the cockpit, right? Um, take a, a little ah, bit. toys. Ah, toys. We still love toys, don't we? Here. My God. Obviously, Flash in the Flash movie, and a big uh, Michael Keaton version of him, too. So, I gotta get at least those. excited about it. Oh. hope you guys are, too, and we'll be telling you about <laughs> some more cool stuff. Oh, my God. It's just gonna be rough with the flash, the flash toys. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. Yeah. Oh man. I gotta at least get a couple of them, please, please. Gotta get not not the expensive ones. I can get the you know some of the other ones. So, oi, oi, oi. We got a new shot of Mr. Cobblepot. God, that's such good makeup. Look at that makeup. Colin freaking Farrell right there. Just so freaking amazing. So amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, uh, oh, yeah, and then the last thing we'll talk about is there's going to be a new Anaconda film. That's right. Anaconda is my porn star name. Just kidding. <laughs> Ting. All right. Yes, I know. Yeah, that's what everybody's thinking. But, yes, there's going to be another um, 
uh, anaconda. And I'm just like, you know what? If the anaconda is not high on coke or meth, I don't want to watch it. I like the first one, though. I do. Um, you know, the one with Ice Cube and J-Lo and uh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, I like that one. But do we need another anaconda? Do we really need another anaconda? I don't think we do. We don't need another anaconda. No. Why would we need another anaconda? I don't know. But anyways. All right. So we're good. We're good. All right. <clears throat> Who's the director of the... Okay. Anyways. All right. Let's get started onto the main topics here. So obviously, everybody's wondering what the hell that video was. Obviously, a lot of people know that it is, of course, about SnyderCon 2. And if anybody uh, wants to know when SnyderCon 1 happened, well, it happened back in March of uh, 2019. That's right. It's almost been four years. Four years. It's going to be four years. I still have the poster right there on my wall that is signed by Zack Snyder, Debbie Snyder, um, uh, Richard Citrone, and uh, uh, what's his name? And then, of course, uh, Larry Fong is on there. And uh, it's the infamous poster that, of course, combines the three movies that were shown. I didn't go every night when it came to the first SnyderCon. I didn't go every night because the first night was Dawn of the Dead, director's cut. Second night was Watchmen, director's cut. And then, of course, the, the third night was Batman vs. Superman, director's cut, ultimate cut. I went to only the Sunday night, which was BBS, and uh, it was pure madness, and it was crazy, and it was awesome, and it was uh, it was cool, it was great. Got to meet some people. Um, I'm not sure if those people are even part of the fandom now, some of them, and uh, some of them do hate me now, which is perfectly fine, but uh, it's a great poster, we'll always have that hanging up on a wall somewhere, and then of course the infamous circling of the uh, 214 on the poster that was hidden, which was very awesome, the fact that because this was obviously before the Snyder Cut, was even close to being released. Well, not close. It was like, you know, obviously that November, that's when he pitched it, and that's when we uh, pushed that whole thing when it came to November 17th. But, um, yeah, so now we got this video from Zach that was posted, and then, of course, numerous people. Like, I had I had the video. Uh, other people had the video, like the TPZ guys and Nerd Queens and everything. But uh, for some reason, I... I, I messed up mine, so then I just did a short about it, which I thought was, I was like, all right, let's do a short, put it on YouTube, get the freaking uh, hype going right here, but yes, this is the video. <laughs> See, I'm like messing up on my drops here. No, no, there's no, there's no uh, that one right there. Come on, where's it at? There, turn that off. No, no, huh? Anyway, so here's the video right here. April 28th, 29th, and 30th. Save the date. Save the date, guys. Save the date. So there you go. I've been kind of teasing it. I've been kind of teasing it because, yes, I was kind of in the know about this, but I couldn't say anything. And it was all just kind of waiting on what Zach was going to be doing. But yes, April 28th through the 30th uh, is going to be um, when the event is going to be happening. And naturally, you can you can think of uh, which movies are going to be shown this time around. Obviously, we now have a trilogy when it comes to Man of Steel, Batman or Superman, and of course, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which, uh, hey, if you want to see it in IMAX, guess what? You're going to be able to see it in IMAX, which is great. I cannot wait to see it in IMAX. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, I've seen the movie how many times and now I'm going to be able to see it in IMAX. Woo, my God. 
Um, now, when it comes to details, obviously there's things that are like even coming around too. When it when it when it comes to uh, when it comes to little details of what's happening at SnyderCon, I mean, I don't know that much. Like I said, everything's just kind of up in the air right now when it when it comes to all this because obviously trying to fit the time. And I know everybody's kind of going like, well, that's short notice, month and a half. Yeah. Month and a half, pretty short notice for, for people, and I totally understand that. But at least it's not like last time. Last time, it was three weeks, by the way. Back in 2019, it was three weeks. It was announced three weeks before it happened. So we're actually getting a little bit more time. We're getting twice as much time because now it's six weeks. But, you know, obviously, you know, when it comes to all this and then when it comes to ticket prices as well, because obviously you got the whole weekend or you got the individual nights as well. I don't know, like uh, when it comes to the ticket prices, I know there's out there when it comes to details about the full weekend and talking about four hundred dollars. Yes. And I know some people are like, ah, you know, buttholes clenched, everything. Ah, what the hell? That's a lot. Sure. I get that. But um, but one of the things that you got to realize, though, is when it comes to when it comes to ticket prices and all this, it's most of money is going to AFSP. Most of the money is definitely going to AFSP. So, yeah, most of it is going to be going over there so that you got to look at it like that. And I but I understand like when it comes to that might be pretty steep for the whole weekend, but you don't have to go the whole weekend. Sure, you can go on an individual night. Obviously, most people are going to be showing up for that third night when it comes to Zack Snyder's Justice League. And of course, they want to see it in IMAX. And uh, yeah, so there's that aspect. And then I know like unlike me, I don't have to buy a plane ticket. And, uh, you know, because Pasadena is just an hour and 20 minutes that way, given give or take the traffic. I mean, of course, when it comes to other people that are going to be involved, when it comes to, you know, the film junkie space, I guess you could say, when it comes to people that are, you know, that have been on the Vodka stream or whatever the hell that are going to be flying in. Obviously, it's a little bit more because you have to think about plane tickets. So I would just say if you're planning on showing up on those dates, start looking at plane plane tickets now. And then, of course, I don't know exactly when the tickets are going to go on out on sale. So that's one of the, the things that I'm that's still being worked out. Like I said, everything's just kind of like we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. So uh, I'm not sure when the tickets go on sale. I'm hoping that there, it's going to be sometime this week. But, yeah, you know, you got to pick or choose, like, if you're going to do the whole thing or not. I don't know. You just got to think, you, gotta, you know, you got to think about it. But at the same time, like I said, Think about the money. If you, yeah, the money is a thing. It's an issue for sure. But like I said, most of it's going to AFSP. It's like making a bit nice donation to AFSP. Not to mention you're going to be fed. Uh, I'm not sure the whole drink situation. You know, I know last time there was kind of like something like that. But you'll be fed uh, during the the events, of course. And then uh, you're going to get all kinds of goodies, a goodie bag, some posters and whatnot. There's going to be things that happen. Like I said, I'm like not as much in the know. Like I said, in about 10 minutes right now over on Point Dexter Lounge, the Nerd Queens are going to be on Enosh's stream. And they have a little bit more info than I have. But, you know, when it comes to people that are going to be there, I mean, I think Zach is just going to throw it out there. He's going to throw it out there to everybody involved and see who wants to show up. See who wants to show up. You know, I mean, we very much, we could get the entire cast or we can get only a couple of people. Who knows? I mean, he's going to put it out there. Obviously, this is for a good cause. So um, hopefully some of these people, you know, some of the people show up for sure. 
Uh, Joey, thank you for the $5 super chat. I love a longer version of Man of Steel being shown, especially after reading the novelization. I don't know if there's actually going to be a longer version because I remember that was asked at the first Snyder Con, and essentially the Man of Steel you got was Zack Snyder's cut. That was the one that he was happy about. So I don't think there's a long, there's not going to, there's not going to be a longer version of that. There's not going to be a longer version. Obviously, he's going to show the, the the ultimate cut, which is just the definitive cut of BVS. And then, of course, uh, Justice League. So that's good. And then, Eric, you said uh, you're going to do film. Oh, yeah, we're going to be doing live streams. I don't know how involved I'm going to be when it comes to the whole thing, but you better believe that there's going to be everybody who's, Within media that's going to be showing up is going to be doing things. I'll be doing live streams. There'll be probably a vodka stream with anybody who wants to get involved with it. I'm sure we're going to be talking to Zach. I'm sure Zach is even going to be coming on the vodka stream before that in the next couple of weeks to talk about more details when it comes to this. So look forward to that aspect of it. And uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, um, it's just like, I know it's short notice. It's it's but at the same time there's going to be plenty even if you can't show up just like last time and I think it's going to be better this time Vero is going to help with live streaming. You're going to see, be able to see the Q&As, you're going to be able to see all this stuff and like I said when it has when we have somebody like me there and other people with YouTube channels and podcasts and everything they're going to be covering them like crazy. So don't think you're going to be we're going to try to have people involved all around the world when it comes to this whole thing. So, so don't feel like, you know, if you can't make it, you're still going to be able to watch all of it. Okay. And, uh, like I said, I don't know, like there's going to be other details that I heard about that I'll let uh, other people talk about when, when it, when it, when those are confirmed and everything. So just look forward to all that. So it's just going to be absolutely crazy. Yes. There'll be live streaming like crazy. Don't worry. There'll be live streaming. I know. Yeah. You got to talk to uh, Saggy. She thinks that somebody's going to murder her if she shows up. I know there's like, you know, obviously, if you guys saw my uh, my Twitter mentions today when it came to my video and then, of course, you know, the people, the, the, the dudes that are older than me that are still stuck in 2018 and still saying that I said this and I said that and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I stirred the pot a little bit today. I did. I was like, <laughs> you know, because I engaged. Like I said at the beginning of the stream, I did engage because I got some responses, some quote tweets. And so I thought, all right, let's engage a little bit and see where these guys are. They are in the same mindset as 2018. It is crazy. You know, I got called gatekeeper, clout tracer, alcoholic. My channel is dead. Um, shill, WBD shill. By the way, guys, if you don't think that Warner Brothers Discovery is giving the blessing and the permission to let Zach do this, you are wrong. Okay? You are wrong. <laughs> Zach would not be able to do this without Warner Brothers Discovery's permission and blessing. And they are totally blessing this. They are behind this and like, yes, Zach, do this. It's for a good cause. They really want to raise some money for AFSP charity they are 100 they, he wouldn't be able to do this i had some people that did not because they hate warner brothers so much they didn't think that they thought zach was just doing this on his own behalf this is how dumb these guys are they're this fucking stupid this fucking stupid like what the hell is actually wrong with you it's just i i that's what i that that's what i felt like anytime i was interacting with some of these guys <sighs> but yeah it's just like it 
I, I couldn't believe some of the things that I was, you know, I was, and I'm like, hey, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a functioning alcoholic, okay? Functioning, functioning, all right? I can have a little bit and still function pretty good, okay? All right? Jeez, come on, guys. No, but it'll be okay because, again, if no one's going to like, there's not going to be any kind of, uh, there's not going to be anything. There's a, yeah, 40, I know people, I even got called a 40 clubber again. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, are we still on the 40 club thing? I mean, that ended up being right. A lot of things ended up being right. Yeah, it was just kind of funny seeing like uh, some of the responses to this. It's like, hey, this is a charity event. This is about celebrating, celebrating what was achieved. Zach has been wanting to do this for like the last two to three years. Ever since Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, he's been wanting to do SnyderCon ever since. So the past two years, Zach has been wanting to do this because he wants to celebrate with fans the achievement of getting the Snyder Cut out there. Okay? That's what he's been wanting to do. He just hasn't had the time and the resources and trying to get the approvals to do it. That's the thing. And now he has the now he has the time. And yes, it sucks that it's a month and it's only six weeks away. But hey, at least there'll be a live stream aspect to it. But yeah, it was it was uh, pretty funny seeing some of the stuff today. Some of the stuff today, man. Some of the people are accusing me of things. I'm like, when the fuck did I say that? I'm like, what the hell? I said that. When did I say it didn't exist? Somebody accused me of of me saying that the Snyder Cut never existed. I'm like, when did I say it didn't exist? Please, I, you know, it's always funny, too, because anytime when I get this, I go, please provide when I said that or did this. And they never do because it's just like, all right. I don't know. It's all pretty, pretty much insane. So Ugh. it's OK. I, these guys are all bark, no bite. Yeah, the Snyder haters, too. Yeah, there's also the Snyder haters, too. I saw that as well. I mean, obviously, I was dealing with the, uh, you know, the people within the fandom, but there was the Snyder haters that hate that he's doing this and think it's bull. You know, of course, they they always hate all that. They, uh, they they give him shit. They say, like, this is why they hate Zack Snyder. And then there's just all kinds. Of, you can never help those people. You could just never help those people. Those guys will always hate Zack Snyder. Just like now, there's people that will always hate James Gunn. And come on, guys. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, and I have not heard anything. This is not a confirmation. I haven't. James Gunn lives in L.A. What if James Gunn ends up showing up to SnyderCon? The internet would melt, melt, chaos, absolute chaos. Oh, my God, if James Gunn were to show up on one of the nights, holy shit, my God, pure pandemonium, just this absolute craziness that would absolutely happen, man. It would be insane. It would absolutely be insane. Like, again, I, like I said, I'm not, I did not hear, it was just one of those things, thoughts that I had. I'm like, man, wouldn't it be kind of awesome and, and and wouldn't it be on the good graces of James Gunn to just be like because people make it seem like Zach and 
James are not friends. They're friends. They're associates. They work together on Dawn of the Dead. So they respect each other. I'm not saying that they're best buds or anything like that. No. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. Thank you, Alex Lobo, for the $10 super chat and the Ghostbusters reference. My Ghostbusters buddy right there. Yes. Hopefully we'll see you during SnyderCon, but... Like I said, Enosha's stream is starting in a little bit. If you want to get some more info, go to Poindexter Lounge. Nerd Queens are going to be on there, and they're going to be talking more about this. They're more in the know than I am, but it's going to be something that's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic, and if you can make it, cool. And if you are if you show up, don't be afraid to walk up, say hi, and whatever. You know, there's going to be other heads there that, we, uh, that you see on the Vodka stream. They're going to be showing up. Uh, I'm going to be meeting these people for the first time in real life. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Nate's memes. Funny how all all it took was a five-second clip from Snyder to generate way more hype than the entire DCU lineup. This guy. I don't know, but I mean, when it comes to that, I mean, obviously, that's a good segue into into uh, into the next topic, which, of course, is... James Gunn is going to be directing Superman Legacy. Who's shocked? Nobody. Of course. Yeah, nobody's shocked at all. Of course. But it did trend. So, you know, uh, you know, obviously the full circle, hashtag full circle, when it came to Snyder Call, that trend too, but also this trended as well. So, you know. There is that. And then, of course, people are like a little suspicious that, oh, because Zack Snyder announced or, you know, posted that video today. So then James Gunn announced that he was, in fact, directing Super Superman Legacy. A little interesting, but I'm like, OK, could be a coincidence. Might not be. Who knows? But again, I just think like, eh, it's hopefully they'll be uh, working together and maybe, maybe something will happen when it comes to that. But uh Joey, he said Snyder hatred is nothing but blind hatred. He's a great guy. Exactly. He's, a, he's an absolutely fantastic guy. Fantastic guy. So let's talk about James Gunn and his little announcement of him being, of course, directing Superman Legacy. So here we go right here. He tweeted it out. He said, yes, I'm directing Superman Legacy to be released on July 11th, 2025. Again, this date will probably change because they all freaking change. I don't know why they they put out dates two years ahead of time, two and a half years, because it always freaking changes. Anyways, my brother, Matt, told me when he saw the release date, he started to cry. I asked him why. He said, dude, it's dad's birthday. I, had, I hadn't realized. So now James is probably going to fight to keep this date, but you just never know what's going to happen. And I hope he does keep this date because it is his dad's birthday. And he continued on by saying, uh, let's see, let me click this whole thing here. He continued on by saying, I lost my dad almost three years ago. He was my best friend. He didn't understand me as a kid, but he supported my love of comics and my love of film. And I wouldn't be making this movie now without him. It has been a long road to this point. I was offered Superman years ago. I initially said no because I didn't have a way in that felt unique and fun, fun and emotional that gave Superman the dignity he deserved. Then a bit less than a year ago, I saw a way in 
in many ways centering around Superman's heritage, how both his aristocratic Kryptonian parents and his Kansas farmer parents inform him, form, inform who he is and the choices he makes. So I chose to finally take on writing the script, but I was hesitant to direct. I don't blame him. Despite the constant pestering by Peter Saffron and others to commit. Sorry, Peter. Just because I write something doesn't mean I feel, feel it in my bones. Visually and emotionally, enough to spend over two years directing it, especially not something of this magnitude. But the long and the short of it, I love this script, and I'm incredibly excited as we begin this journey. Hashtag up, up, and away. So there you go. James Gunn, officially confirming it. And what a way to do it. What a way to post the tweets. To be honest, you should have did it in a video, James. I'm just saying, video is a little bit better than, um, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Tweets, fine. But I'm just saying, video, that would have been, you know, would have been a better way, I thought. But uh, you guys know how I feel about this. I didn't want him to direct it. I just felt like he did, wasn't a, a fit for it. And, of course, a lot of people are really hating on it. I've seen some some of the tweets and some of the reactions to it. A lot of people are very excited about it. Sure, very, very excited about it because, you know, they like James Gunn and they're looking forward to what he can bring to Superman. And I'm curious. Obviously, we've been talking about this for a long time now. And the fact of the matter is the fact that he turned it down and then realized how he could approach Superman in a unique way. I went, okay, you have my attention. The fact that he turned it down and then couple of years later goes, you know what? I think I have an idea to do it. And then he's feeling passionate about it. And I went, okay, you have my attention. You have my attention. Am I worried? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm absolutely worried. But I'm not one of those people that think that James Gunn is just like one tone. These are the same people. These are the people that have only watched Guardians of the Galaxy. They're like, yeah, he's just got one tone. And then they watch the Suicide Squad. He's got one tone. This is all he does. I'm like, you should watch Super, watch Sliver, you know, watch some of the other stuff that he was involved in. He's not one-toned. And a lot of people are thinking that, you know, Superman's just going to be a bunch of dick and fart jokes. And I'm just kind of going, okay, there might, there's going to be some humor, obviously. There's going to be some humor, yes. And I hope it doesn't go too far into, like, you know the dick and fart jokes, but you know, there's going to be something there, but I'm just like going, okay, but I, he is a filmmaker and you know, filmmakers, they like to challenge themselves. They like to be different. And I think, you know, James Gunn is not any different when it comes to that. And we all know that there is a lot riding on this Superman legacy movie, because this is the first movie that is going to be coming out with this new DCU. So there is a lot of pressure on it for it to be, Critically and financially successful. Because if it's not, you know, the new DCU is just going to go kaput. And then what? We're going to get another reboot? So I'm, of course, rooting for it just as because I don't hate James Gunn. I also don't love him, which I've said many times. I'm just rooting for him to be like, all right, show me something. Show me your spin on Superman. Okay. Do I think it's going to be better than Man of Steel? No, not at the moment, because that's just that's just up here. That's just way up here for me. But if he gets close to it, and hey, you never know. Maybe he would surpass it. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I'm rooting for it. 
I'm like, okay, here we go. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. But yeah, I just don't have that hatred in my, you know, it's the same hatred that people have for Zach. People don't realize that. I mean, the hatred that they have for James is like the similar hatred that people have for Zach. It's always very, it's just very interesting when it, when you see all that. It's just, I don't know. It's just not me. It's just not me. Shazam! All right. Well, we got Shazam coming out this weekend. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Looking forward to it, but uh, we got a, we got a couple of things that we're going to be talking about when it comes to Shazam: Fury of the Gods. We're going to be talking about the box office projections. We're going to be talking about the budget, and then we're going to be talking about the reviews. Okay, so let's first uh, talk about the the projections, which are not looking good really at all. Yeah, not looking too good when it comes to this. Uh, box office pre- preview, Shazam! Fury of the Gods aims for $35 million start. Now, that's domestically, of course, and they're talking about, you know, maybe when it comes to worldwide, about a 90 to $100 million. So, yeah, I mean, we all kind of suspected it. We all kind of suspected that it wasn't going to be doing gangbusters when it comes to the box office. But what's interesting, though, in this article, when it talks about this, this paragraph right here, when it talks about um, the budget and the, the cost and everything, it says, like the original, the sequel costs $100 million to produce. That's a lot of money, of course, but it's significantly less than recent DC installments like Black Adam. <laughs> Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> what? Right? Right, Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. So then, of course, and then he talks about the Suicide Squad, too, which didn't do well at the box office either. But apparently, according to streaming numbers, the Suicide Squad actually fared okay. Um, but, yeah, so it talks about that. And I'm thinking, like, when it comes to $100 million... $100 million for Shazam! Fear of the Gods. Well, I think the first one was $90 million. So I don't think that there was $10 million that was added to it. I think David F. Sandberg even said, like, yeah, we got a big, bigger budget, so everything is a lot better. Yeah, I think, you know, the reason why they released that? I mean, obviously, when it comes to box office projections being low, of course, of course, Warner Brothers Discovery would be like, yeah, but the budget's only $100 million. So... Okay, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, uh, they flub the numbers. All studios flub the numbers. They do. I, I would guess that it's closer to two hundred million than a hundred million. That's just me though, and putting my ear out there. And then we have the reviews are in. Oh boy, it's currently at a sixty-seven percent on the Devil Fruit site. That's right. So it is a fresh tomato. People are enjoying it. So let's look at some of these right here. Oh, there's some bad ones right off the start. Ah, we got Screen Crush right here. Coasts on the residual good vibes and talented cast of its much superior predecessor. So apparently Matt right there, like the first one. Maybe a shoddily mad Skittles ad masquerading as superhero riff, but it's Levi's performance that sends it into the stratosphere of cringe. Eee, people don't like Levi. Here's hoping this is not only Shazam's last outing, but the nail in the coffin of the smarmy superhero as well. Uh, Daily Beast, messy and mirthless. 
It resounds as the death kneel or whatever the hell knell of the this interconnected cinematic enterprises current iteration hey we got a positive review right here from newsday shazam fear the gods fairly panders to the under 13 set but levi still works his chatterbox charm and the movie maintains an appealingly easy breezy tone aside from the occasional impaling we got right here too uh an overlong but reasonably fun and action-packed sequel and then we said right here from uh, the AU review, it's a testament to return director David F. Sandberg that he manages to present us with visual stimulants that still manage to surprise in a time when comic book proceedings feel entirely telegraphed. So that's good. Shazam! Fear of the Gods is a film with close to zero nutritional value. Ouch. Fear of the Gods lands in the frustrating middle, a film that isn't without premise, but feels far too messy to uh, com- comportion. Well, I don't even know what that word is. Comportionize, whatever, to have any real affliction. So Shazam! Fear of the Gods is a worthy follow-up to that expands on DC mythology in exciting ways. Shazam! Fear of the Gods loses much of the charm of two, two, 2019's Shazam! by overloading on bad jokes, cluttered storylines, and a formatic, forman, for, formulaic, <laughs> formulaic, sorry, I can't read right now, action scenes. It's a failed attempt to be a wisecracking, high-quality superhero movie. It might just be DC's most endearing superhero film. It harkens back to the days of reading a stack of comics on your bed for the afternoon that never seemed to end. So some good reviews, some bad reviews. That's what we got right there. So hopefully, like I said, seeing it tomorrow, you, you get my first reaction review. I'll do a full on review. And uh, like I said, I'm going into it. I'm going into it just like hoping that it's good. I don't have the, the biggest expectations, but just hoping that, you know, it's it's entertaining. And I, I really enjoyed the first one. Hopefully I, I could just be okay with this one. I, I, I really enjoy David F. Sandberg as a filmmaker. Uh, I'm not one of the Zachary Levi haters out there. So we shall see. But look forward to my first reaction review uh, after I see it and see what I think. See what I think. All right, then we got The Mandalorian. I'm just going to, like, uh, go quickly through this because I did watch episode three right before here. And, uh, you know, uh, when it came to the reviews of the first two episodes of The Mandalorian season three, I kind of went, all right, where is this heading? And in the second episode, I went, all right, I see what's going on here. Obviously, you know, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mando was trying to get back on the good graces of The Mandalorian, and he was showing up to these uh, to these mines that he was going to basically bathe himself into these waters, these sacred waters, which he did, and it ended up being pretty crazy when it came to the last episode. But, you know, he did prove himself to do that, which is what he was set out to be. But this episode, this episode, whoa, because it took a detour. It took a detour because it starts off great. We got some dog fighting that happening that happens, and it's all great. You could tell like the budget definitely is, definitely is, um, definitely is part of like the, the. You could tell that they increased the budget and everything when it comes to the Mandalorian. But then it like goes off onto this other planet, which they end up heading to, and then we get that doctor. I forgot his name. That was in, of course, the first season when it came to Grogu and they were going to do experiments on him. And he was working under, of course, some very bad people. He's in this new, uh, it's like a, it, it, I actually like it when shows do this, when they do a total subplot 
of the entire thing and they they show you like an entirely different storyline that's happening that eventually will line up to what's happening with the main characters and that's what this episode did and i know some people don't like that i i happen to like that when they show another character that is going to come back and then of course align with the main plot i really like it when they do that and i thought this was the way it ended it ends with a twist ends with a very sci-fi type twist too by the way and also like uh a callback to an old Star Wars thing, too, that I laughed at. Uh, but yeah, but I thought it was kind of cool the way I was like, all oh, right, this is kind of dark sci-fi-esque when it came to this little twist here because you're like, all right, this is going to be some kind of heist, and then all of a sudden there's a twist, and it's very sci-fi, and I went, oh, okay, I like this. This is interesting. And then, of course, at the end of the episode, we get the main characters coming back in, and you kind of go, all right, this is all going to fit in somehow. So really enjoyed this episode. And I think, you know, like I said, I think this probably is the best episode, to be honest, because I like that it took that detour and the opening was like all kinds of explosions, dogfighting in the in the sky and, you know, everything like that. So enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Very much. All righty. Let's go ahead and get to these questions here. I didn't post it on YouTube, so I don't have to worry about that. Totally forgot. My bad. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Oh, we got some uh, Twitter questions right here. So let's go ahead and see what's happening. And then we'll wrap it up, and then we'll go uh, We'll go to the uh, post-credit, the post-show post stream. And you can ask a little more about things. If you want to be a part of that, become a member. All right. All right. So here we go. What do we got here? Ryan, I'm still surprised this got made. Flaming Hot Cheetos movie teaser burns. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I'm not surprised it got made. It's not like it's the main character is not the Hot Cheetos. It's the creation of the Hot Cheetos. So I understand that it got made. I understand why. Just like the Tetris movie is not, it's not a movie that's a Tetris game the whole time. It's about creating Tetris. So I can understand that. Uh, Eric Blake, gotta say, Dave, Gunn gave the best reasons uh, I can imagine for, one, directing Superman in honor of his dad, and two, casting a new soups. Honestly, legacy of his father's was something Zach and Henry tackled, so keeping Henry for this would come off as repetitive. What you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously you wanted to do something, you know, somebody with a younger and a different take, so... No, I, I mean, I do like how he explained it like that, and I think he got, you know, it, it, it worked. It worked. Definitely, definitely works. And uh, it, his tweets made me more hyped for his Superman. Steve-O... You think Gunn is trying to compete with Snyder since he broke his little bit of news not long after Snyder made his announcement? <sighs> I mean, it's just such a, I know it's a terrible coincidence, but again, I'm just like, I don't see why that would be the case. But at the same time, you never know. You never know. I mean, yeah, it's a terrible coincidence. And of course, the people who hate Gunn and WB are going to 100% believe that uh, the conspiracy of that. I'm just kind of like, well, nobody really knew about the about the, the the Snyder thing, and I don't know if it was planned. I don't know. Like it's it's so like it's so weird. It does seem suspicious. It definitely does. But then at the same time, I'm like, I would not be surprised if James Gunn would end up showing up at SnyderCon. 
just on the good graces of why not. John, Murdoch Wayne. I mean, we could have Netflix buy the Snyderverse. Sure, why not? I mean, it's not like Netflix have a history of canceling beloved series or anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's that whole thing too, which of course uh, that's gonna that's gonna catch that's gonna receive some more steam. The wholesale Snyderverse and Netflix, even though Netflix, like I said, the Nancy Myers movie just got canceled because the budget was too much, and it was only 130 million. Again, I don't, I don't get the campaign. You should have went for Amazon. Anyways, Boomish. There's a lot of pressure on him to deliver. He needs to make a movie that performs well at the box office and is loved by critics, that's what I said earlier, and the audience. What I'm afraid of is him making a safe Superman movie. I wish he makes bold choices when, when needed. That's why I love Snyder. He's a madman. But again, James Gunn did Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody knew who the fuck Guardians of the Galaxy were. And he went, and he was a guy chosen to make it, and he made Guardians of the Galaxy fucking mainstream. So again, you know, I'm just like, with people who hate Gunn so much, that first off, they didn't watch any of his previous movies at all. And I thought he went for a lot of things there. Again, watch Super. I really enjoyed Super. Not going to lie. Rain Wilson, watch Super. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, watch some of the other movies. Cointray, oh gee, any chance of Green Lantern scene being dropped at SnyderCon, Dave? I mean, if Zach does, he might. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. But like I said, the scene was never complete with VFX. So if we got the scene, it's going to be all green screen. It's going to be all that's in, in mocap suit. Q, do you think we will see the green screen? Yeah, of course, the Green Lantern scene. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Nobody, hey, Dave, what do you think? Full Circle is all about. Are we getting the ending we always wanted with Zack Snyder behind the wheel? Fingers crossed. No, the Full Circle is, it's it's a circle. It's a circle. No, it's just, you know, he'll explain it better. But, it, you know, it's the circle of like when we celebrated four years ago, we didn't, we were celebrating him, sure, but we didn't know the Snyder Cut was going to be coming out. Now we're celebrating that. So it's like a full circle. That's what I'm kind of grasping from it. Uh, Cooper Knox, I hope James Gunn reels back on the jokes and gives us a Superman story that has a balance of light moments and dark moments. I'm sure that's going to be the case. And then Mr. Wooter, Dave, I'm really happy for James Gunn for directing Superman. It's so annoying people. I say disgusting, say disgusting things about him, uh, direction Superman, and I'm ready to see Shazam 2. I don't care what the reviews think. Uh, I think the movie, I, I like the first movie. Good. Go ahead and watch it. Nothing wrong with that. I'm still watching it. And the reviews are mainly positive, at least. So at least we got that. So that's that's what's good. That's what's good. Amazon or somewhere else would be a safer. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's why, like, when it came to that whole campaign, I can't back it up because I just didn't. I'm like, Netflix? I mean, I get because Zach is over at Netflix, but Netflix is not going to be able to do any of that. You know, and I'm just kind of wondering, like when it comes to if, if this event in SnyderCon and everything, I'm just kind of wondering, obviously, the question is going to be asked. And I'm just kind of wondering what Zach is going to say when it comes to the to answering those questions. And then it, I'm hoping Jay Oliva is going to be at at the event as well. 
and maybe he'll even like be like yeah let's do it in animation i don't know like i've always been like the fact that it's like a- animation but dare you say the a- the a word the a word when it comes to the guys that were all up in my mentions oh man you say the a word they lose their shit they lose their shit. No, man, it's got to be live action or nothing. Live action or nothing. I'm like, yeah, you're a selfish prick. <laughs> That's what you are. It's what I want. It's what me. I want it like this. It's like, shut up. God damn. Just so annoying because it's like we achieved something. We achieved something that, is, that that has never been achieved before. We got the Snyder Cut to release. And yes, all of us did. All of us got the Snyder Cut to get released. Okay? Those guys would say, I didn't do shit. I didn't do shit. I tried to stop. I tried to stop the Snyder Cut movement. I got that sent to me today. You try to stop the Snyder Cut movement. I'm like, when the fuck did I start... I remember I even looked. I even looked at my uh, old videos and I typed in Snyder Cut just to see when my first video talking about the Snyder Cut was. Eight days after Justice League came out, I started talking about the Snyder Cut. I'll probably post it on my Twitter tonight. It's like a 10-minute video of me talking about the Snyder Cut and just the first little inklings of the Snyder Cut. Is there a Snyder Cut? Will we see the Snyder Cut? I'll probably post that tonight on my Twitter. Eight days after Justice League came out. It's just kind of funny. It's like, yeah, you try to stop the movement. How dare you shut the fuck up? My God. We achieved something that's crazy. And we all did. Even those chuckleheads that hate me. They helped too. I could say that. They can't say that back because they have too much pride. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. I've seen some what some of these guys look like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, turn off the camera. Jeez. Oh, but yeah, we all did it. And it's like, why can't we just celebrate that victory? No, no. We got to keep on going. We got to keep on going and not stop. It's like, it's just kind of annoying. It is. But what can you do, guys? What can you do? All right. Let's go ahead and end this right there. Like I said, members only stream after this. So if you want to be a part of it, become a member. And uh, you guys can pick my brain a little bit more right after this. Uh, Members, look for it on your YouTube. On your YouTube. uh, Turn that off. Yes. Oh, come on. Turn it off. Sorry if it's echoey. Oh, there we go. Um, Yeah. Members, look for it on your YouTube feed, of course. And uh, I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Everybody else, look forward to my Shazam 2 first reaction review tomorrow. And then, of course, uh, we've got the uh, the Friday Vodka stream, which, of course, we'll be talking about all the craziness with the panel and uh, guests when it comes to um, when it comes to all that. And we'll have a good time. And we'll see what happens in the future, guys. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be absolutely crazy. In the next uh, six weeks, going to be absolutely bonkers, which uh, it's overwhelming but also exciting at the same time. So stick with me. We'll do this, all right? Go over to Poindexter Lounge, see what they're talking about right now. All right, guys? Love you. See you guys on Friday. Talk to you later.